Podcast. I'm Marvin, and my call sign is W0MET. Whether you're an experienced camp or just getting started, this podcast is for you. We're bringing you the latest of topics, news, and information in all things each episode right here to this show. This is episode number 27, and go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcast, as we can be found on each of the major platforms. Well, welcome back to uh, this episode here in uh, the Ham Radio Guy podcast. Appreciate you listening. Thanks for joining in, and um, I'm glad to have you here. Again, if you um, like what you hear, uh, you find valuable content in, in this episode, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button and uh, consider becoming a patron over at buymeacoffee.com. Well, in this episode, we'll be discussing uh, some symbol rate, uh, as that's kind of the new thing that uh, the FCC has been talking about, and you know uh, maybe need a little bit more information on it. So I've just got some kind of a quick highlights on that one for this episode, and I got a couple other new things uh, as I promised. Is that uh, in the last episode we were talking about was the newsletter sign up. I've now got that out there. It's in a, um, it's on Twitter. You can find me there. I'm hoping to get that out into um, some other platforms here soon. Um, you know, it just takes time. And then, of course, you know, as many of you have heard, you know, in the middle of moving, and so trying to pack things up and and get things situated and squared away. And there's those things that, again, I, I can take and transport that are. Uh, you know, specifically my, my ham radio equipment, but there's like um, any oils and, and chemicals and gasoline or anything that has gasoline or oil in it, like a, a trimmer or a, a pressure washer. They don't take those things, a lawnmower, so we have to transport those ourselves. And so uh, just trying to get some of that stuff squared away. And then, you know, there's just some things I want to be able to pack up and keep organized. Uh, if I've got, you know, different radios, I want to make sure they're put all in the same box and those sort of things. So a lot of little moving parts going on as we go through uh, this process and uh, preparing for our move to um, Massachusetts. Well, um, I was thinking about how I can reuse my trailer after we're done moving with it. And I, I'm obviously the president of the Winterfield Day Association as well. So I'm, you know, I've talked about this whole trailer preparation, kind of making it into a radio communication trailer. And um, one of the things I was thinking is like, I've got my radios inside, I've got my power inside, how am I going to get my antennas inside? And some people have said, hey, but how about you just use the barrel connectors, you know, push the the long SO239s through, put a nut on each side, lock it in, throw on your coax on each side, and, and you'll be fine. But on this trailer, it's got pretty thin sides uh, for the wood and for the metal sheeting, which is basically just kind of glued on uh, to the outside of the trailer as a skin. So I'm thinking, what's an alternative? What else can I do? How's another way to do this? Did some research, looked up, and found what they consider an RV cord pass-through. And uh, so we will be drilling a hole in the side of the trailer and mounting that into the uh, side of the trailer for the RV, for the coaxes to go through the trailer uh, on the outside uh, up near the front there. So uh, definitely a new item. 
I'm throwing out there and I'm hoping to kind of create a whole list of all the things I've gone through. So if this is something you're wanting to build on a trailer of your own, here's some ideas, here's some thoughts, uh, some things that I've used to help me in my process. And so I'm really hoping that will be uh, very helpful for you. Um, Cyber Monday, uh, this is Black Friday uh, for 2024 here, or I'm sorry, 2023. And um, I'm hoping that uh, I can get a Cyber Monday newsletter sign up yet out the door. Um, not, not sure that's going to happen exactly, but, you know, again, trying to work around all the schedules and moves, uh, working on that. Uh, I know someone who is giving a good deal for uh, Black Friday, and that's Club Gear Online. Black Friday sale, weekend uh, deal going on here, 10 to 15% off normal items. Again, club gear for all your POTA swag, your ham radio gear. Check out recent items released, his desktop mats, his POTA keychains, metal band plans. Uh, club gear online has what you need. He can customize uh, coins or poker chips, uh, drink holders for you, uh, QSL cards, and much uh, other gear. You just email him direct from the website and visit clubgearonline.com and find your discounts there for Black Friday with uh, clubgearonline.com. If you'd like to help support the channel and become a patron, look for me on buymeacoffee.com, the ham radio guy. There are three levels you can support this channel at, technician, general, extra. You can simply support the channel at just a dollar a month or get the extra class membership with more benefits. Again, if you find value and content in this uh, ham radio community, and then the information that I provide, uh, I hope that, um, you know, you do. And that's my goal. I enjoy teaching. I love providing information. And I hope that uh, you will be able to uh, find valuable content and, and continue to help keep this uh, channel going and supporting. It does cost money to do that. But uh, we appreciate you. And uh, just glad you listen as well. Well, a little bit in the radio news, we will... Uh, Go to go to news here real quick. In the year of volunteers, AWRL expresses gratitude for the invaluable contributions of nearly 60,000 member volunteers across the nation. This Thanksgiving, the organization acknowledges the diverse talents of volunteer examiners, field organization volunteers, members of the amateur radio emergency service, section managers, and division directors, and vice directors who collectively form the backbone of AWRL's strength and vitality. The heart of the volunteer-driven community extends to those geographically privileged few who regularly serve as volunteer operators at the Hiram Percy Maxim Memorial Station, also known as W1AW, located in the AWRL headquarters in Newington, Connecticut. I actually can't wait to go visit that. I will be living within an hour of that probably, so... Uh, these dedicated individuals play a unique and crucial role in fostering the growth and advancement of amateur radio. As AWRL reflects on the spirit of giving thanks, it recognizes the commitment and selflessness of its volunteers are fundamental to the organization's success. Their efforts not only enhance the overall strength of amateur radio, but also contribute significantly to the shared sense of community and purpose that defines amateur radio experience. This Thanksgiving, the AWRL celebrates the volunteers who through their unwavering dedication, embody the spirit of gratitude and cooperation at the core of the amateur radio community. And I, I do find that to be very true. That I mean, we do give back uh, to our community in many ways. And, uh, you know, to my members of, of, of my local club currently, and even our local club will be giving 
a number of hours dedicated to, um, you know, the city as we prepare for our Christmas parade here locally in just a few weeks. And so, uh, you know, there are many hours of work and, and, and effort going into that to set that up and as we kind of run that show and, and go through. So uh, thank you for all you do for Ham Radio, uh, for listeners and what you contribute to your communities and providing that emergency communication, whether it be for a bicycle run or uh, a local parade or, or any other activity. Well, um, as many of you know, I'm the president of Winter Field Day, and in celebration of camaraderie and preparedness, Winter Field Day 2024 is set to kick off on January 27th and 28th, and this is a news uh, story we're releasing uh, for Winter Field Day Association, and uh, bringing together radio amateur operators from around the world for a unique communications exercise sponsored by the Winter Field Day Association. This annual event challenges participants to operate in winter environments, testing their skill in the face of freezing temperatures, snow, and other hazardous conditions. Winter Field Day offers a versatile experience, allowing operators to engage from the warmth of their homes or adventure into the remote locations. Whether flying solo or mobilizing friends, family, or entire club, participants are encouraged to explore various modes on HF, VHF, UHF bands, showcasing the ability to transmit the required exchange intact. Winter Field Day Association is fervently dedicated to the belief that ham, ra- ham radio operators should hone their skills in portable emergency communications during the winter, recognizing unique challenges posed by the season with a focus of increasing preparedness for disasters and refining operational skills in adverse conditions. It stands as a testament to the resilience and dedication of the amateur radio community. As we draw near, uh, I know many enthusiasts are gearing up to embrace these winter elements and the hopes of expanding their knowledge and, uh, you know, proving uh, the effectiveness of emergency communications in, in uh, challenging conditions. So uh, I hope that you will take that challenge from the Winter Field Day Association and you will run with that this year and trying to uh, go out and successfully complete those elements and objectives that we've set aside this year as our challenges to you to be able to set up and make a wind link connection or be out there for, you know, X amount of time. I don't remember what we put on the, uh, on the challenge exactly right off hand, but, um, you know, I, I do hope that you will, uh, take that challenge and run with it and see how well you can do. And I know a lot of people are, uh, upset and, and, you know, there's a battle back and forth on Facebook, whether there should be a points assigned, whether, why there's not points assigned and, and what are we doing? Um, you know, we, we will run this thing as a contest, but I will ultimately say in the end, we are not a contest. We are a field exercise, and we are going to distinctly clarify that. Yes, we have contest elements for scoring because there are certain people out there who want to score. They want points. They want that. But ultimately, we are trying to go more for a certificate and achievement of being able to accomplish those objectives and elements in which we have set out. So I should have probably made a whole podcast on this instead. It kind of takes away from the news here a little bit. I fully get that. But, um, you know, I, I want to be able to share that as we uh, kind of get our, our press released out here. I mean, we're just about two months away from Winter Field Day. And uh, we are looking forward to that uh, challenge as well as myself uh, in accomplishing those uh, objectives on, on my own here. So uh, thank you very much for participating in that. And I hope you look forward to that as much as I am. Uh, as the president of, of Winter Field Day, 
and, and taking ownership in this organization and making sure that it uh, goes smoothly for all of you and that you can, uh, you know, enjoy it as well. Well, um, I said at the very beginning of this podcast here that the uh, FCC has made some big changes, and one of them being the symbol rate. And this is something that, you know, back in even December of 22, AWRL was putting out news releases about this, uh, forthcoming, the history behind it, and then the times that they've tried this before, and it's not gotten a- approved or done. And so now... Um, as we move forward with this, uh, the FCC is, you know, releasing this. It does take some time to go through the process for this to be approved and, and get, um, you know, actually set in place, but we will get there. And so, you know, I'm really hoping that, um, you know, the changes made to the rules governing amateur radio around this BOD rate now, uh, will help encourage more innovation and experimentation with amateur radio community. This is going to be a huge key to um, us moving forward and then having more opportunity to increase things with that baud rate limitation removal. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, let me back up here for a minute. So baud rate is the rate in which the carrier waveform amplitude, uh, the frequency and or phase are varied to the transmit information. So um, I'll be personally, um, you know, that's kind of hard to explain. I get it. I understand what they're trying to say, but I'm not sure how to explain that back better for you. But baud rate is the rate in which to carry waveform amplitude and frequency and or phase are varied to the transmit information. So um, instead of a 2.8 kilohertz bandwidth limitation, um, prior has been established in the applicable amateur radio bands, um, or it's what's now. So you also have, let me, let me explain it this way. Bands with a 300 baud rate limitation have been eliminated by this order are the 160, 80 segments of the 40 meter band, 7.000 to 7.100, and then 7.100 to 7.125, the 30-meter band, the 20-meter band segment of 14 to 14.15 megahertz, the 17-meter band segment of 18.068 to 18.110, the 15-meter band segment of 21.0 to 21.2, and the 12-meter band segment 24.89 to 24.93, and finally, the 10-meter band segment of 28 to 28.3 megahertz has a 1,200 baud rate limitation, which was also lifted. So a lot of room in there in various bands that they have uh, now allowed for that 2.8 kilohertz versus the, 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 the 300 uh, baud rate limitation. And, you know, with that, it definitely allows more efficiency and flexibility for us. And I think the whole goal of this was to be able to allow us to operate more efficiently. It gives us, uh, you know, like in emergency situations, more, uh, more capability. Uh, it, you know, it removes the outdated restrictions and the introduction of a bandwidth limitation that, you know, 
provides uh, us with more flexibility in using modern di digital technicians or, or transmissions uh, where, you know, we've got FT4 and FT8 and we've had, you know, the, the JT65s and the PSK31s. And so uh, definitely I think digital communication coming out of this FCC symbol rate is definitely going to be a, a game changer in, in, in allowing more um, experimentation. Now you've got like M, M17 out there as well. So, uh, again, I'm, I'm definitely going to encourage the experimentation and, 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 you know, help foster that as much as I can um, to, to, you know, have these new technologies come out for amateur radio. I think it's huge to help us move forward. And I think this is really only the beginning. Um, the FCC, I, I don't think, is done with this completely. Um uh, there are suggestions out there that the removal of the baud rate limits in the VHF and UHF bands are still to come. So, um, and, and, and I've even read some places where the 2200 meter or the 630, 630 meter bands uh, could potentially also be opened up a little bit more. Um, the FCC is, you know, asking for public comment on that. I think you should take your time and, and go in there and definitely uh, make a comment around that and, and get your input in there. They need to hear from us. If they don't, it may not change. And, you know, that would, you know, definitely increase, uh, again, the uh, efficiency and, and foster the experimentation in the VHF and UHF bands as well, which is where, I mean, we have so many technicians out here in the amateur radio world that, you know, why can't they go out and play with that too and, and get in there where they don't have much for HF privileges, they're kind of more limited. Uh, let's allow them to be able to get out there and play a little bit too and, and do that. Um, so I think that's important to be able to voice your opinion, let the FCC know uh, what the uh, thoughts and, 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 and proposed changes are, uh, you know, and, and seeking your comment uh, to be able to, to make those changes potentially. So, uh, you know, the rules... Um, um, you know, can, can certainly change, and uh, FCC can adapt to, you know, these regulation changes uh, with our ever-evolving landscape, you know, uh, technology. Uh, it's, I, I don't see this slowing down. Uh, this is only, again, going to get, get better, and uh, as we can adapt new technologies into amateur radio emergency communication. Um, I think I talked about this on several episodes again, where, you know, people are, you know, using more satellite stuff and, and things like that for, for talking for emergencies, uh, you know, during, you know, floods or hurricanes or something. Um, I, I just, I, I see that, you know, definitely expanding more and more. Uh, tell me if you have a different comment, uh, comment on this. Let me know if you have something else um, to think about on this. Let me know if, if you think I'm wrong. Uh, you think we need to keep this where we're at. Maybe the FCC did something bad. Uh, they shouldn't be opening this up. Let me know. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Glad to feed that in the next podcast. Uh, just reach out to me at whiskey zero, Mike echo tango at the ham radio guy.com. Again, W zero M E T at the ham radio the ham radio guy.com. Boy, a little tongue twist and also feeling a little dry in the mouth tonight. So anyway, um, you know, kind of a short and brief uh, talking about segment of the uh, of the symbol rate, but I'm hoping that um, you know we'll have some good information there more as that comes out and does get uh, released. So, 
um, you know, again, I look forward to your comment and hoping that uh, you'll definitely, uh, you know, find ways to make this work for you as well as we're able to get into that. If you're looking for all things ham radio, visit the Ham Radio Guy website or thehamradio.com for informative content, product reviews, and exciting blog posts. Join the conversation on your favorite podcast platform to stay up to date with the latest trends and news in the ham radio world. Connect with us on Twitter at The Ham Radio Guy for more updates, engaging interactions, and don't miss out on the fun and knowledge sharing. Subscribe to The Ham Radio Guy today. Now, I did a product review of the Radio Oddity GA510 just about, uh, I'd say a month and a half ago now. And so it can be found out there on my website. It also can be found on YouTube. I'll provide a link to both of those in the uh, description uh, in my show notes of this episode. Uh, Overall, I think it was a pretty good radio. I did find challenges of it um, to be programmed using Chirp. I had to go out and use their proprietary uh, log uh, software uh, for doing it. Um, It was not easy to program on the fly like some of the other ICOM or EAC radios that I've had in the past. Um, I would say it was, you know, maybe it's comparable to trying to program a Anytone radio. I, I wasn't quite as um, excited about that one in programming that on the fly either. It is doable. So is this one, but it's a lot more steps to go in and record and, and put each channel into a memory. So I um, would hope that you go out and look at the reviews, um, you know, put your comments in there. I know they love to see those reviews. They like to see them. Uh, they want to know your thoughts and comments about it. Do you have one? Do you like it? Um, tell me if my comment was good or bad uh, or my review. Uh, you know, I'm happy to see that in there as well. It could get found on YouTube or on my on my uh, website. So please uh, go out and look at that GA510 and um, you know, let me know what you think about that. Well, check out the AWRL HamFest schedule for a local HamFest near you. Uh, we have December 8th and 9th, the Tampa Bay HamFest hosting the AWRL West Central Florida Section Convention in Plant City, Florida. And January 6th, the Ham Radio University hosting the AWRL New York City Long Island Section Convention in Brookville, New York. Well, if you enjoy the podcast, we hope that you would uh, become a subscriber wherever you get your podcast. If you can rate and review the show, go out to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or hell, you can just go old school and tell your friends and family and neighbors, anybody you think that uh, you might that they want to, might want to hear something like this. And if they can find valuable tent content and information on this, uh, go out into our social media, follow us on Twitter, and buymeacoffee.com. You can also listen to the YouTube version of the W0MET channel. And I hope that you learned something as well this week that will help you in your ham radio operations. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on Twitter or the podcast platform or email me at W0MET at thehamradioguide.com. As always, this is your ham radio buddy in the chair and on the air, the ham radio guy. I say 73 W0MET.